Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. <laughs> Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Edmonton Oilers and Eskimos. 6.30 Chad. Look at the team in, in Detroit that were that they were that was overseeing the rebuild. That you were, were trying to get players that could play uh, with pace. I like speed. Um, you know, you need again. You need some different dimensions. You, there's some players that don't have a lot of pace that uh, are great players. Um, and you know, they got hockey sense. They know how to protect the puck. But I think for the most part, you'd like to have a team that can skate up and down the lineup, and you can. Uh, um, you know, you can you can get in the forecheck and you can play with some some tempo. So uh, certainly, the, the signings that that we've made to, to so far, most of them have the, the ability to uh, to skate. And, uh, Dave Tippett's the same as uh, I think looks at it the same as me. We've, we've talked a lot over the last two months, uh, uh, six weeks since I hired him as a head coach, and uh, certainly he likes a team that can uh, that's got some tempo and some pace, but at the same time, we we want them to compete on every night basis. Little bit there from Oilers GM Ken Holland about trying to add some speed to the Oilers roster. That's going to be an ongoing theme and uh, as he said, you need other things. You need the hockey sense. you got to be able to protect the puck, hopefully get to the net and finish uh, some chances. A speed that does nothing is, to me, not that great. We'll see how the Oilers can do it. You can text 630-630. John writing in. We had uh, Mark Berglund on the show before the 7 o'clock news. Calhoun Minor hockey coach about Craig Berube having the cup there today. He says, uh, John says, Reed, I've never understood fans' excitement for the cup coming through town with a player from a non-local team. Who cares? If it's not an Oilers player bringing it, get lost. I get that it's meaningful for the player coming home, but true fans should boycott it if it's not their home team. There is John laying it down. Absolutely laying it down on 630-630, saying that if it's not a team you cheer for, you should not celebrate the cup in your community. That is the interesting take of the night. As we bring in our old friend Jamie Nye, an alum of 630 Ched, and now the host of the Green Zone on CJME Radio in Regina. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm well. That's a... That's a the butthurt fan right there if i've ever heard one i well, think I, he's I, he's just all all oilers all the time i guess that's uh, that's okay um I, I guess the way i would say is you're you're you don't have you're not necessarily celebrating that team winning the stanley cup but you're celebrating someone from your community enjoying the highest level of success possible in that profession yeah, it's, it'd be like being a diehard oiler fan and your buddy grows up goes to the nhl and wins the Stanley Cup with another team. You're not going to, like, be happy for the guy because he didn't play for the Oilers? I think that would be a little little harsh. Well, if he played for Boston, I wouldn't be happy for him. 
Okay, yeah, I agree with you on that <laughs> one. You got me there. What you, uh, is the cup? Uh, I, I, there was a good Saskatchewan contingent uh, too on the Blues, wasn't there? Is it, is it going to come to Regina area? Oh yeah, it's uh, coming this weekend. It'll be at the, uh, I believe, it'll be at the Stampeder Rider game on uh, Saturday. They're doing a little thing outside the legislature on Saturday with the two guys from around this area. Tyler Bozak, the former Maple Leaf. Uh, is from Regina and uh, just south of Regina, Wilcox, Saskatchewan. Jaden Schwartz was from there, and uh, Braden Shen has it in Saskatoon uh, coming up later this week. So they're doing a big thing Saturday, and I, I understand it might be at the Ryder game with those uh, players as well. So, yes, yeah, Saskatchewan had a big time last year with uh, Holtby and uh, Chandler Stevenson, as well as a lot of the op- hockey operations staff. So, uh, you don't win the cup unless you have a Saskatchewan guy somehow connected, I don't think. Yeah, I, I, we'll have to check the uh, history of the Stanley Cup. I don't think there's ever been a team win without a Saskatchewan player. We're going to have to go back and look. We can just say that as a fact tonight before we fact check it. <laughs> Not quite, but pretty darn close. Yeah, it's got to be It's got to be pretty darn close. Who is, I, I mean, the Blues... The Blues, the Blues, like drew a lot of people in. I thought because it was such an incredible story, and you know, as we we're talking about here in the West, some some local ties for some communities. And I thought, you know, look, the Bruins have a lot of fans as an original six team, but they're also hated by a lot of fans too. So I think there was that uh, also anybody but Boston type feel in the final uh, in Regina and area now. That's always been an interesting one to me to talk about their favorite hockey team. You got the Flames and the Oilers. Um, obviously, they you know the the Pats had ties to uh, to Montreal, and and the original six teams are always possible are, are always popular. A lot of people jumped on the Vegas bandwagon. I thought in the last couple of years, uh, what is the hockey fan landscape like there right now? Well, I, I think it's uh, Leafs are. Probably number one in Saskatchewan, I imagine. Uh, the Oilers and Flames with a mix of Jets. And then from there, it's, you know, right. breakfast on what people are got. But a lot of people, I made the St. Louis Blues. Uh, we call them Saskatchewan Blues. They could have been the Saskatchewan right. Blues back in the day. Wild Bill Hunter, who uh, Edmontonians would know, uh, tried to bring the Blues to Saskatchewan. And that's where the concept of the stadium that was built, and that it's a 15,000-seat stadium in Saskatoon, that was brought in. And they, But with all the Saskatchewan connections, we made them the Saskatchewan Blues because we hated Boston so much more than anything. <laughs> but there was a, there was, but the, that's the thing, right? There was no Saskatchewanians on the Bruins. So, of course, they weren't going to win uh, with three Saskatchewan guys on the Blues. So th- there you go, Edmonton. There's your advice. Make sure you have a Saskatchewan kid on the team, all right? <laughs> there, there you go. Jamie Nye joining us from CJME Radio in Regina, where you had a pretty interesting Canada Day, a football game that took... Where were we for that one? Did it, did it reach five hours, or was it closer to four and a half? Uh, it was about four hours and 40 minutes, I do believe, from kickoff to when it ended. But really, it was over at halftime, let's be honest, with the Argos. <laughs> Yeah, when they when they uh, delayed the game with a minute 30 left in the second quarter, uh, we were so close. We were an hour away, Reed. We were an hour away from seeing the Riders win by default. It was that close because a three-hour delay in the second quarter with a team by up by 17 or more, it's in the CFL guidelines 
that that team winning wins the game. It's official in the second quarter if a team's leading by 17 or more points. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. Okay, so I, you know what? Somebody actually, you know what? My mom told me that last night, and I, I, I honestly did not know that. It's in, I would consider that an obscure situation. So it's, it's in the second quarter? It doesn't have to be at halftime? No, it's in the second quarter. The game's in the second quarter, team up by 17 or more, and a three-hour delay, game over. So even if it was a minute into the second quarter, if somebody's up 17 nothing, they, they could give that team the win? Wow, that's, that, that's in the whatever it is, the guidelines, regulations. Not in the CFL rule book. It's in their, it's in like the board of governors rules and an understanding on what happens in these scenarios. So, but it would have to be a quarter. Sorry, Jamie, it would have to be a three-hour consecutive delay. It couldn't be. Uh, yeah. Not like last year with Edmonton and Winnipeg, where start, stop, start, stop. It'd have to be three hours straight. Yeah, three-hour consecutive delay for any reason. Uh, Mother Nature or anything else, uh, three-hour, and they they could call it right. And I think the uh, Toronto Argonauts would have rather had that happen. They would have just, you know what, let's just go. We don't need to play the rest of this one because they're bad. Oh, my God. They what, might not win a game. What a oh, famous last team. words there in Edmonton in a couple of weeks. But they, they, no, they, they play Montreal at least once. True. <laughs> but don't you think Montreal plays... With a little more, like I know they lost pretty bad to Hamilton, and and they did obviously come back and tie Edmonton late in the game. But don't you think Montreal plays with a little more cojones? You know, like they, at least they got some playmakers and some some jam there. Uh, I think, look, I think we're going to see Toronto improve. I think Montreal will just be a below average team, and but I think Toronto will grow, come together as a new coaching staff, all that stuff, because Montreal had kind of some stability there over the offseason, even though there was a coaching change right before, but Kari Jones, it's not like they brought somebody in right away. I I just think uh, I have more faith Toronto's going to turn it around than Montreal, but maybe that's just past history weighing in on my opinion on the Montreal Alouettes, where nothing has gone right since Ricky Foley ended Anthony Calvillo's career in 2013. All right, uh, a couple more things here about the Riders. I mean, look, I, I'm going to call it downright tragic for Zach Kalaros, 90 seconds into the season, but his replacement has done pretty well. Give us the uh, lowdown here on the Riders quarterbacks. Well, yeah, you feel bad for Zach Kalaros. You want the best for humans. Uh, and Zach, third play in, gets popped by a dirty hit, one of the dirtiest hits I've seen by Simone Lawrence and now it's over to Cody Fajardo and you don't lose your job to injury but I think in this case it's safe to say that Zach Caleros has there's no future anymore with Zach Caleros you can't rely on him and Cody Fajardo has done something that uh, no quarterback other than Jeff Garcia I've come to understand has ever done which is throw for uh, 790 yards in their first two starts uh, Jeff Garcia did had 991 yards in his first two starts, which is ridiculous to think. Uh, but uh, so Cody Fajardo, he's been around the league, and he just seems like one of those quarterbacks that has been simmering and bubbling and percolating and getting ready for his chance. And he's gotten his chance, and he's running with it. You see a future there now, and with a quarterback in Saskatchewan. So I think Cody Fajardo has taken this job as the number one guy, and they'll ride the highs and lows with him. 
this season and uh, see where he where he takes them because that's where I'm at. I give the ball to Fajardo, and it's time this team gets a real look at a quarterback. All right, here's the uh, touchy question: Does Steve McAdoo get to be a real offensive coordinator with Chris Jones gone? You're probably mad yeah. I worded it that way. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I think uh, there's uh, a little more room for Stephen McAdoo to call a way less conservative offense with the coach. And now, I, I, there's still some things in there. You listen to Cody Fajardo and protecting the ball's top priority, as, as was the case last year. Uh, don't put the defense in a bad spot. But I think Craig Dickinson wants to see a little more, you know, a little take some shots now and, uh, now and again. Get get the run game going with William Powell, but take some shots, and Cody Fajardo's been able to do that. And it's worked out for him in spades, a 98-yard touchdown, a couple of big plays again yesterday. So I think the heat on Stephen McAdoo all of a sudden in this province has decreased dramatically from what it was last year. Okay, and finally, Jamie, the social media topic du jour, Gainer the Gopher, the mascot gets That's a makeover. Gainer the Gopher. That is an imposter pertaining to be Gainer the Gopher. <laughs> this is an outrage. Whatever the riders did to old Gator, let him find the key, let him out wherever they're hiding him. That is a, just a monstrosity of a make-up, make-the-face-lift, mascot I've ever seen. Like, a, a carrot top has a better facelift than Gainer the Gopher for crying out loud. You're you're actually upset about it. I have grown up here. I have a door. My kids have little Gainer the Gopher mascot toys that they play with, and none of them look like that because no, no child would want to cuddle a toy that looked like that because those eyes, they're just staring at you frightening, frightening stuff from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. There's a petition. I encourage all rider fans in the Edmonton area to sign this, that know what I speak when I speak of this outrageous mascot that was pertaining to be Gainer the Gopher. Now that was just revealed last night. Nobody had seen it before the home opener. No! The old Gainer was at a wedding on Saturday in Saskatchewan. How Saskatchewan is that, by the way? Gainer the Gopher shows up. So that's what we know. Gainer the Gopher was spotted. Belton Johnson, our game day analyst, said he was at a wedding. The old Gainer was there. And so whatever happened between Saturday and Monday, something tragic has happened to the old Gainer, and we fear the worst. Have the riders made a statement on the new-look Gainer? No, they have not. They're just trolling Saskatchewan on social media about this new Gainer. I think they're going with the gritty effect, hoping he takes on kind of like this bad boy image all of a sudden but uh, I'm me no likey this is uh, this is amazing did you actually have open line on the new Gainer today? Uh, last night in the post game show people were calling in about Gainer the Gopher yeah. we had over a hundred comments on our Facebook page about uh, the new Gainer what if they change Nanook like think about it what, what if Nanook all of a sudden it's like ah he's a black bear now like come on that would never happen. Well, no, it, like he'd have. He still has to be a polar bear, but Gainer's still a gopher. He just has, he okay. or she has okay, more human eyes. Away, that's all. Let's take away that angry, mean look in the nook and make him like this soft, happy polar bear that has no intimidation 
at all. There would be Eskimo fans enraged if that happened in Nanook. The, but the Hunter, pre- get rid of Hunter. He's the worst mascot in the CFL. The previous gainer did not look ferocious, JV. He just looked kind of disinterested. <laughs> that was that was part of the charm of Gainer. He's kind of this plump little gopher that went around and teased some people and made the crowd all getting now, now there's a stupid smile that he can't wipe off his face because the plastic surgery was botched and his eyes that it looks like some fans think it is uh, maybe a drug problem for the new Gainer, the gopher, so we're a little worried. Well, this is going to be an interesting uh, subplot as we go through the summer here in the Canadian Football League. I- I'm looking forward to that Calgary-Saskatchewan game coming up uh, on Saturday. That'll be the game of the week for me for sure. Jamie, thanks a lot for checking in, and uh, we'll look into getting more Saskatchewan players uh, here to play for the Oilers as well. Yes, hashtag not my gainer. <laughs> there, that's Jamie and I. There's even a hashtag protesting. The uh, new mascot for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Hashtag not my gainer. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are. <laughs> I was just chuckling through that that whole part of that interview. Seven twenty-two. We're back in a couple of minutes. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader six thirty. Chad. Well, that was interesting. Not my gainer is a hashtag. And uh, it looks like there's a petition for Riders fans to uh, bring back the old gainer. Uh, there's a nice uh, storyline to watch as uh, as we go along. That uh, That's some funny stuff. Do we have a four-pack of Eskimos tickets to give away, Kellen? We do, yeah. All right, we will do caller number four right now to 780-496-0063. You are looking to win a four-pack of tickets to see the Eskimos host Toronto on July 25th. That is the Eskimos' next home game. Bit of a extended time without a home game here they were in winnipeg last week by this week they go to vancouver next week and then a game at montreal the week after that so the next home game coming up on july 25th against toronto 7804960063 we will take caller number 4 for that one tonight okay uh, the eskimos coaches show coming up with jason moss and morley scott after the 7.30 news, uh, we're back with a, a full show tomorrow. We're going to hopefully connect with Alex Chase on tomorrow. be good to have him on the show as he is re-signed for two years with the Edmonton Oilers. The, uh, the Oilers yesterday also signed Thomas Yurko, who spent last year in the minors, was drafted by Ken Holland in Detroit, and uh, Holland on Oilers now earlier today on Yurko. Well, we drafted him in the second round in Detroit. Uh, many, I, know he, I think he's about 26, 27. You know, he's at an age now. He's gone through adversity. He's a talented guy. He can skate. 
Um, never really found a home in Detroit and had an opportunity in, in Chicago and this year had a real good year with uh, Charlotte in the American Hockey League and uh, was a key player in helping Charlotte win the Calder Cup Championship. Um, we watched him in the, in the playoffs. You know, he can skate. Uh, he's a guy coming into camp. He's on a one-way at 750. Obviously, we, we've got, we're going to have a number of those people, and uh, we're going to come to training camp, but he can compete to, for, uh, for, for a job. Blue Jays trailing 8-2 to the Red Sox in the seventh. Dave Campbell's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, the studio operator tonight. Thanks to everybody who texted in. Thank you for listening. Moss and Morley coming up. My name is Reed Wilkins. Have a great night. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.